As a business leader, you were chosen to take part in the Fortune Most Powerful Women program to learn about mentoring from an American business leader. But the learning went two ways. In fact, this is what Fortune Magazine had to say about it. Quote, Mentors are supposed to motivate and embolden mentees, but sometimes, in a mentoring relationship, the teacher becomes the student. End quote. You, then, were the teacher. You're listening to 2233, a podcast of exchange stories. I was very lucky to have parents, and especially my mom, who told me a lot of incredible stories about uh, my family. She definitely inspired me to do great and big-scale things. I have to say, honestly, that I always thought that I would be doing incredible things. Uh, I don't know what that belief was based on, but that's what my mother filled me with, those dreams and those stories of greatness. This week, stories of inspiration from a young age delivering STEM education to those in need, and becoming a mentor to your mentors. Join us on a journey from Poland to the United States to discover the power of paying things forward. It's 2233. We report what happens in the United States, warts and all. These exchanges shaped who I am. You get to know these people, they're not quite like you. You read about them, they are people very much like ourselves. And oh, that's what we call cultural exchange. Ooh, yes. My name is uh, Alexandra Gren, I'm from Poland. I work in the financial services technology field uh, for a U.S.-based computer company that works with banks around the world. I'm based in Warsaw. In 2015, I was nominated to come to the United States to uh, the Fortune U.S. State Department Global Mentoring Women's Program, a program which connects emerging women leaders around the world with uh, CEOs, women CEOs in the United States, uh, members of the Fortune Most Powerful Women's List. It focuses on uh, sharing of experiences, skill set building, knowledge sharing, uh, and just uh, inspiring in terms of creating new leadership skills so that the women from around the world can go back to their countries and their communities and be agents of change. It was an amazing experience where I got paired off with an incredible woman CEO of uh, Fidelity Personal Investing, Kathleen Murphy. And I just love working with people from different cultures, countries, uh, from different backgrounds, because I know where diversity exists, magic happens. was born in Poland in 1972 in a world that doesn't exist anymore during the Cold War, which divided Europe and some of the parts of the world in uh, in two halves between the two superpowers. And when I was five, six, seven, you know, going into the 1980s, nobody ever would have predicted that the Berlin Wall would collapse, that uh, Europe would be reunited, that Germany would be reunited, and that the Soviet Union, the way we knew it until 1989, would cease to exist. 
In my childhood, the stories that my mom gave me, despite grim surroundings in Central and Eastern Europe at that time, filled me with hope and big dreams. Now, what helped those dreams was my father, who was、um, an engineer and he was active in the energy field, and he worked around the world. Along with those professionals, there came the families. They would come back to Poland after a few years, changed in terms of cultural outlook, openness, and I was part of of, of that of that world. When the Berlin Wall was about to collapse, and again we didn't know、uh, that this would happen until it actually occurred in 1989, there was a lot of commotion in 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 the air. There was a lot of、uh, unease. There were just moves of people from Central and Eastern Europe because I think there was so much anxiety as to what would the Soviet Union do actually when confronted by the United States. And my mom had to make the difficult choice of: Are we? Staying with the hope that、uh, things will turn out okay, or actually leaving the world, the 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 world we know, the 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 city we live in, and、uh, moving to a different country. So so this happened when、uh, I was 15. Through those challenges, I grew and I、uh, developed a different sense of understanding of the world, understanding of、uh, what people go through, different cultures, and 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 this definitely、um, made me the person I am today. It's a simple realization that people are the same around the world. It's a simple truth that a lot of decision makers are trying to hide from their people, to the detriment of these people, because it's much easier to divide and rule. I mean, all the organized movements,、uh, ide- ideas, are based on、uh, giving people a certain identity and telling them that、uh, anything outside of that that framework of identity is foreign. And that we should be afraid of the foreign, and that mechanism of dividing and rule, ruling has been used、uh, f- forever. That's why uh, large um, segments of societies、uh, around the world are being programmed from the very early beginning to say,、uh, "This is this is us. We are special. We are unique, and the the rest、uh, is is enemies or something we need to fight." And it's done purposely, very often by very smart people who don't believe. This themselves for the purposes of holding on to power, they will、uh, feed anything to their people. Fear is a basic、uh, instinct、uh, and a f- number one sentiment that that people feel, which can paralyze, stop, and and disable people's critical thinking、uh, and and emotions. Luckily, the region I come from,、uh, Central and Eastern Europe. Has、uh, gone through an, an amazingly transformative period of time of the last thirty years,、um, where、uh, dem- democracy flourished. This shouldn't allow us to forget.
at other regions of the world where change hasn't happened, where democracy is uh, non-existent, where uh, repression and uh, violence are the everyday um, practice. And that's why um, coming from that region, I feel very inspired and motivated um, not to just be happy with what we've what we've accomplished in, in Poland and and uh, in Europe, but also to look at other regions of the world to to empower others to tell them that transformation can happen, that it should be guided and governed in a in a good and sustainable way. People should uh, keep up hope and uh, work towards better outcomes. The idea of mentorship is a very powerful one. Going back to what I said about being uh, told many stories when I was growing up, when I think about it today, I think that this was sort of like an introduction to mentoring where my mother was telling me stories about role models from my family and they were inspiring me and this is how she was uh, transferring uh, some teachings or some uh, lessons to me through those stories. Fast forward many, many years later, I came to experience programs where it wasn't stories and and characters that I never met before. It was real people, real role models, um, successful individuals who uh, wanted to pay it forward, uh, share it back with others, and as mentors participated in those mentoring programs. I believe that whether someone has uh, access to uh, a mentor or not, there are ways for the environment, for the parents, for the people around to still inspire. Humans learn from watching others. We copy, we imitate, we learn, we build upon it. That's how progress has always happened. To me, it's so important to respect the past, to respect people who have been there before us, because even if today's generation may be thinking critically of some of those individuals or maybe uh, accomplishments, Every every situation had its own constraints. Uh, I'm a strong believer of believing that people did the best they could. But learning from other people through uh, having access to role models and mentoring experiences, coaching, is a crucial development tool which often is free of charge, often just based on our proactiveness, um, not being afraid to ask, not being afraid to share. And once that happens, uh, uh, mentoring has has been uh, proven to work and transform lives. So a mentee of mine probably would uh, or should have uh, most of the day a smile on her face, (laughs) say hello to everybody, be proactive, always believe in good intentions. So, but it's a mixture. So it's a mixture of having big dreams, having positive mindset, having a smile on one's face, but also being a realist and being prepared to put in the hard work 
to strategize, to create new partnerships, to be prepared, to to do the homework. Once those two areas uh, are are addressed, I think people should be bound to succeed. My first thought when I learned about the program and the, and the institution I was going to it was a traditional financial services company. I didn't know how much this group would, would have known about Poland. We think, as every country thinks of themselves, you know, we're unique and big and everybody should know our history. It's, it's not the case. So I thought, okay, how, how can I contribute uh, to this experience by actually offering something from me? I'm a mentee, I'm being taken to incredible places, I'm being given an amazing mentor and other experiences, but what could I give back in return? And maybe inspired by what I learned as a child, I told a lot of stories to my my mentor and my uh, mentoring organization about my country. I told them about uh, a few themes around my country, which I thought were important, where we really had some amazing accomplishments, such as technology area, where, again, the background of my father, knowing so many engineers when I was a child, and w- what incredible work they were doing in the Middle East and Africa. The, the accomplishments in the area of mathematics, with some amazing mathematicians coming out of the Lvov uh, um, uh, Mathematical School, who are now featured in the Smithsonian Museum today because they had a, an amazing uh, contribution to uh, technology work in the States here and uh, not to mention the Enigma back in the World War II. Then there's this area of design and filmmaking. So I gave back to my, uh, my uh, m- mentoring company all those stories and the impact was, and that's what surprised me so much, that within three months, my mentor... And her whole senior team of 15 people were on a plane to Poland (laughs) trying to validate all the stories I told them. At the beginning, they said, no, we'll come and visit you maybe next year. And then they said, well, maybe in a few months. And then I get a call in July and I I, I hear, well, we'd like to visit you at the end of September. (laughs) And, And there's many of us. And this was uh, the most uh, amazing and empowering experience for me because I realized that people can change uh, so much through telling stories. Very often it feels like when people come to the States and it's the right thing that they should feel that they are going to receive a lot because for these programs to be enabled, to be sponsored, we need to appreciate that not so many countries do that and dedicate resources to educate the world. And that's admirable. But also... Everybody who comes here should think, how can I contribute? You don't have to have much. I mean, even if you have stories, if you even if you want to talk about your tradition, even if you want to talk about something you're proud of, it's it's incredibly enriching for the folks here in the States to learn uh, anything that you can you can share. The more we give, the better we feel, the more empowered we feel, the more self-confident we feel. Anything is possible and 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 people should believe that because it's it's true.
What I admire about the United States is its openness to new cultures. People have been exposed to migrations of various nations into this country. Very often, they themselves are descendants of migrants. I always felt that America was such an accepting country, giving opportunities to all based on merit. And and even if you look at the Silicon Valley today and the number of CEOs who are first-generation born people outside of the United States and the fact that the United States and the corporate world has accepted them, elevated them, tapped into their knowledge and energy. I mean, that type of acceptance and shrewd sort of management of the resources in the country, whether they're inborn or from outside, doesn't happen in any other country. I think from that perspective, America is unique in terms of how it elevates people of foreign uh, descent or birth who can contribute. And that contribution piece and what people bring to the table is the key uh, deciding factors in a lot of that decision-making. The four-week program, I think every day was such a day. Every mentee felt very touched. And it's incredible how such uh, programs make people emotional because it's it's a, it's probably one of the few moments in one's life that uh, people stop, leave their work for a few weeks and go through this incredible initiative of self-discovery, talking to other people, uh, learning more about their potential and their lessons learned, areas of improvement. Uh, sharing of information. So the kindness that was here given to us through the mentors, the educators, the the incredible people we met at the U.S. State Department, uh, the corporate world, uh, the fortune, most powerful women, this was all very humbling for for, um, every mentee. And it's this precision, this, you know, combined with the big dreams, but also this uh, attention to detail. I think in every country, people try to do their best. So it's not about criticizing them, but it's about just sometimes being exposed to an amazing experience and, th- and, and saying to oneself, well, I want to recreate these experiences somewhere else. And I think it's part of the program to inspire people to do amazing things in their own uh, communities and countries. And I think that goal is being accomplished. Since I came back from the Fortune Most Powerful Women program, I wanted to set up a similar program in Poland. And one of the programs that was uh, directly inspired by the Fortune uh, U.S. State Department program is something that we coined uh, as Leaders In. And it's a mentoring program that brings together senior managers uh, at the board level uh, from various uh, companies. And it matches those mentors with mentees who are from uh, companies as well. And it's all about bringing more women onto uh, boards and into leadership positions. So we started uh, the first year with uh, 14 uh, companies that were the first edition of the Leaders In program. We're into a third year and have over 20 companies participating, and they are exposing their best talent on the senior uh, management level, but also from uh, best talent uh, that is coming up through the ranks. 
And it's a nine-month program where we provide uh, one-on-one mentoring, but also a lot of networking events and a lot of other facilitations so that uh, people network, uh, exchange best ideas, create new initiatives, but but all around building up that uh, female talent in, in the management structures of, of companies. This program w- would have not happened had we not had the experiences from the Fortune program, the wonderful guidance from, uh, from Vital Voices from the U.S. State Department. So I'm very, very happy that Vital Voices Poland chapter was able to be the driving force for this program and that we managed to work with other partners who believed in us um, actually, a lot of the U.S. companies that are operating in Poland and Central and Eastern Europe who realize that mentoring is such a powerful tool. These days, uh, everywhere we turn, uh, there's some mentoring going on and it's being talked about and it's, it's become such a, a powerful tool uh, for companies internally, but also engaging externally. So I, I think this is a, a direct contribution and outcome of the, of the program I participated in. combat uh, any any uh, elements that want to uh, incite hatred and uh, misconceptions amongst people because we need peace, we need progress. One of the things uh, I was inspired to do as an outcome of, of, of the Fortune program and the award I got last year, the Goldman Sachs Fortune Global Women Leaders Award that was awarded uh, to me in October 2018. This was to enable me to uh, uh, create a STEM educational program for refugee kids in Greece and to recognize also, you know, the the advocacy that I have undertaken uh, since the Fortune program in the area of women in tech and STEM education, but specifically now what I would like to do is focus on delivering STEM education to those who are uh, in need and, and specifically children around the world. And I'm going to start with Greece and the STEM-focused education for, for youths and kids in refugee camps and the uh, unaccompanied kids so they can um, be f- better integrated and have better skill set to uh, integrate into the European society. very optimistic about the future, maybe because uh, I've seen uh, my life transform, the life of so many of my compatriots transform, uh, uh, of my peers, uh, when I look at the professional scene in Warsaw today, and uh, of my my peers, and uh, when we were growing up uh, being 9, 10, 12, again, in the Cold War era, and we never thought that our country would look so amazingly as it does today. I really believe anything is possible, and it's all down to us and our dreams 
and our beliefs in uh, goodness and progress, our own um, battles with our own fears. I mean, we have to fight our fears. Uh, we have to take control of fears. Uh, they are there because uh, given the advancements in technology and how the civilization has evolved in general, there is more loneliness uh, out there today. Uh, people are uh, connected. They seem connected, but they're not connected to other humans the way they used to be connected. And and, and that's impacting uh, uh, people as well. There's There are many challenges that we and fears that we need to combat. But I think um, there's so much light and opportunity in front of us. But it does come down to people who have uh, gone through transformation to be able to go out to those other regions of the world now and share hope and share uh, positive uh, learnings and, and inspire people because we as humans have a responsibility not to only think about our own uh, plot and about our own city or country. Uh, we are all interconnected. We are facing big uh, challenges on a global uh, scale, such as climate change, such as uh, refugee crises, the role of technology in our lives. Uh, these are um, challenges that cannot be tackled by any one single country. And that's why I feel very positive about, about the future. I think people in general are good. that everybody who's uh, experienced and benefited one of the U.S. State Department programs and, or Fortune programs or, or other global programs should feel responsible for contributing back to the world. It is to the world at a global stage. Of course, we need to remember and empower our communities and we ought to be starting at grassroots levels. But some of the uh, challenges that are facing the world today need global and concerted efforts. And it is down to people that have been exposed to diversity, to the power of uh, uh, different thinking, to uh, the talent that can be found in the United States, in Europe, in the Middle East, in Asia, in Latin America. We need to think of, uh, of, of the world as a great uh, source of, of talent for ideas to transition into this new world that's going to be so filled with technology. Uh, the rise of artificial intelligence and, and, and the new empowerment of technology vis-a-vis -vis humans I think uh, creates uh, new fields of studies, new challenges that we need to tackle together. That's why we ought to focus on education and just uh, combat any fear mongering around the world. Because the more we limit ourselves as, uh, as nations and as societies, the more handicapped we'll be to, to actually contribute to, to the new world and to the new design of, the, of, of how technology should fit with the human component in the future. Uh, that's why we, we ought to think uh, positively about the future and really harness all the resources around us to, to positively impact the future. Twenty-two thirty-three is produced by the Collaboratory, 
an initiative within the U.S. State Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs, better known as ECA. My name's Christopher Wurst. I'm the director of the collaboratory. 2233 is named for Title 22, Chapter 33 of the U.S. Code, the statute that created ECA. And our stories come from participants of U.S. government-funded international exchange programs. This week, Alexandra Gren spoke about coming to the United States as part of the Fortune Women's Program and how that led to a lifetime dedicated to mentorship. For more about that and other ECA exchange programs, check out eca.state.gov. We encourage you to subscribe to 2233. You can do so wherever you find your podcast. And while you're doing so, leave us a review. And we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at ecacollaboratory at state.gov. That's E-C-A-C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y at state.gov. Photos of each week's interviewee and complete episode transcripts can be found at our webpage at eca.state.gov slash 2233. And you can check us out and follow us on Instagram now at 2233stories. Very special thanks to Alex for her stories and inspiring work. I did the interview and edited this segment. Featured music was Last Bar Guests by Lobo Loco, Song for a Pea by Poddington Bear, and three songs by Blue Dot Sessions, Lamplist, La Haina, and Lesser Gods of Metal. Music at the top of each episode is Sebastian by How the Night Came, and the end credit music is Two Pianos by Tagirlius. Until next time. <laughs>